Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This morning, critical days ahead. Sydney on edge as the Delta variant spreads. New venue alerts overnight. Barnaby's back. The deputy PM replaced with his predecessor, the latest from Parliament House. Vaccine boost. The federal government's new promise to help speed up the rollout. States scramble for extra doses. And inside the Irwin family feud, Bindi Irwin speaks out again and logs off social media. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Sydney's COVID alert list has grown overnight as the state grapples with its latest outbreak. Health officials are concerned about prolonged exposure times at new venues, prompting a warning from the Premier that face mask rules could be here to stay. In some instances, the exchanges have been scaringly fleeting, not even physically touching each other but literally fleetingly coming into the same airspace has seen the virus transfer from one person to another. That's how contagious it is. The cluster now has 11 confirmed cases. Australians will have access to more Pfizer vaccines by the end of next month as the federal government increases doses across the country. In Victoria, a third of elderly Victorians and almost half of over 50s are waiting for their first jab as tensions over supplies come to a head. The Commonwealth says stocks will need to be carefully managed. We simply have not received enough supply of the vaccine. At the moment, we are still in a resource-constrained environment. 2.8 million doses of Pfizer are expected to arrive next month, easing supply pressure. A failure in Queensland's hotel quarantine program is under scrutiny this morning after a flight attendant tested positive to COVID following her 14-day stay. Contact tracers have now linked the woman to another flight attendant who arrived on a separate flight and was in quarantine on a different floor at Brisbane's Four Points Hotel. Officials suspect a staff member acted as the carrier while not personally becoming infected. It's an ideal environment for airborne viruses such as COVID-19 to remain suspended and not be filtered and not be treated. The state recorded no community cases yesterday. Barnaby Joyce is just hours away from being sworn in as Deputy Prime Minister again after a leadership spill ousted Michael McCormack as Nationals leader. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming. Good morning, Olivia. Mr Joyce is promising to lead a united party. Is that possible? 
Well, this move certainly did not have unanimous support within the party, Jody. but there's some recognition that Barnaby Joyce will provide a much more effective voice at the next election in parts of Queensland, the New South Wales Hunter region and other parts of regional Australia. Labor has seized on this chaos, though, painting this as an act of self-interest from a government neglecting voters during the pandemic. Barnaby says he has acknowledged his faults and he's served three years on the backbench for it after that sex scandal and the sexual harassment claims that saw him ousted. With Michael McCormack's knifing, Mr Joyce will have to negotiate a new coalition agreement with the Prime Minister this week. The Nationals' leader set to demand greater control over climate change policy, stamping out any prospect of a net zero emissions target by 2050. Though Mr Joyce denies he's been gunning for the leadership. If I thought it was something that I expected to happen, I would have brought my hat. Right? This is not the wish of one person. It's a decision in the democratic process by party. His swearing-in ceremony with the Governor-General at Government House will take place later this morning. Ahead of question time here at Parliament this afternoon, Scott Morrison remains in quarantine at the lodge. Okay, Olivia, thank you. Women who suffer a miscarriage or stillbirth will be given one week paid leave under a new landmark policy to be announced in the New South Wales budget today. Mothers who give birth prematurely will also receive special paid time off. The Australian reports the package will apply to public service workers, but the Treasurer isn't ruling out the private sector. Queensland police are searching a property north of Ipswich believed to be linked to the murder of bikey Shane Bowden. A crime scene has been declared at the makeshift scrapyard at Fernvale. It's understood a search warrant was executed at the property in relation to the execution-style murder of Bowden in Pimpermar last year. On Sunday, police released vision of getaway cars, which were found burnt out a short time after the shooting. A major clean-up operation is underway in parts of Western Australia, smashed by a huge storm. 30 millimetres of rain fell in just one hour in the Great Southern region. We're anticipating some weather, um, but to that scale, uh, not, not that much. And the, like, the wind was just like horrendous. It was like a tornado. Almost 15,000 homes from Albany to Denmark were left without power. Bindi Irwin has announced she's taking a break from social media after reigniting a long-running family feud with shock comments about her grandfather Bob. The 22-year-old thanked her fans for their support before saying she needed some time to focus on the happiness that is her family. It follows comments made on Instagram, Bindi saying her grandfather has shown no interest in spending time with her or her family, citing the emotional trauma she suffered as a result. Bob's other family members and friends have rallied disputing Bindi's claims. Supporters of the Tamil asylum seeker family want Barnaby Joyce to stand by his calls for the family to be resettled in Biloela, Queensland. Thanika, who was recently discharged from hospital, joined her sister on a shopping trip in Perth yesterday. This is my first I'm going on a trolley. What do you think of the shops? <laughs> I like the family remains in community detention. Ben Robert Smith has been grilled over the killing of an Afghan man who had a prosthetic leg. He claimed members of his squadron were each given a souvenir to mark the death. Earlier, his defamation case ground to a halt, the war veteran forced to isolate after being caught up in Sydney's latest COVID scare. Ben Robert Smith, late for court 
after being caught at a Sydney CBD COVID exposure site. COVID free, Ben. Excuse me, mate. How are you feeling? Believed to be the MLC food court last Thursday, now tested and cleared so his memory could be tested again by nine barrister Nicholas Owens SC. This is another example of you not being able to get your story straight. Interrogated over the Whiskey 108 incident and this tunnel where two men were killed, one with a prosthetic leg. I put it to you that you shot the man with an extended burst of machine gun fire until you had a stoppage. No, he said. It was also alleged that when the 42-year-old realised he'd been seen by a soldier codenamed Person 41, you said to Person 41, are we cool? No, that's a lie. The leg was souvenired. The former SAS soldier denies ever drinking from it. However, do you own a glass in the shape of a prosthetic leg? Yes, he said. Everyone in the squadron was given one. The Victoria Cross recipient is taking nine newspapers to court for defamation after they accused him of war crimes and domestic violence. The court also heard that Ben Robert Smith repeated the orders of his patrol commander for a younger soldier to be blooded by shooting an old man. A silencer allegedly had to be used for that killing. All claims that the Victoria Cross recipient repeatedly denied. Public hearings will begin again on Wednesday, where it's likely he'll be grilled on the domestic violence allegations. Chris Reason, 7 News. An 85-year-old woman is recovering after being rescued from her home following Victoria's wild storm. Valerie Budge was trapped in her Fernie Creek house for a week without power and running out of food. She was suffering with hypothermia when she was finally found by a neighbour. We had no power, no warmth, nothing going for us and no help. She was clearly very cold. She, she had seven or eight layers of jumpers on and uh, she, was, she was walking very slowly and very fragile. The army is moving in to help others with more than 2,000 homes still without power. Australian actor and fundraiser Samuel Johnson is recovering at hospital after being hit by a car on Saturday night. His sister shared the news on Facebook, saying the Gold Logie winner is awake and talking but has a sore head. She praised the fantastic medical staff taking care of him. Australia's biggest telcos have been called out for price hikes to their, mo to their phone plans. Customers may have been stung hundreds of dollars without even realising, but the consumer watchdog claims savings can still be made if you compare deals. A wake-up call for millions, with Telstra, Optus and Vodafone bumping up the cost of mobile phone plans. According to the ACCC, over the past year, Telstra has increased its postpaid plan prices by up to $15 a month. Optus by $6 and Vodafone by up to $40 before promotions. There's three players that have got about 90% of the market. That is not enough competition and that is why prices have increased. The telcos say upgrading the networks is costly. Their plans offer a lot of choice and often a price increase is matched by a data limit increase. The most important thing when you're looking for a phone plan is to right size to your needs because otherwise you're just paying for inclusions you're not using. Consumers say they want a reliable connection, enough data and a good price. Mainly choose it based on cost. I just went for the best coverage in, the, in remote areas. Telstra, Optus and Vodafone own the only three networks in Australia, so all mobile phone plans from any provider run on one of these networks and provide identical coverage to the big name plans. IINet offers 16 gigabytes of data at $12.50 for the first six months, then $24.99 a month. Moose Mobile offers 20 gigabytes for $16.80 for 12 months, then $23.80.
and Belong 20 gigabytes for $25 a month. Gemma Acton, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones trading a lot higher at the moment. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All Lords finished lower and the ASX 200 also lost ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,783 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 73 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 75.46 US cents, 83 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Tokyo Olympics organisers have ruled local fans will be allowed to attend the Games with strict rules attached. Spectators need to wear face masks at all times and will be allowed to clap but not to shout or cheer. Venues will be limited to 50% capacity with a cap of 10,000 fans at events. International spectators are still barred from attending. At least five people have been injured and dozens of homes damaged after a tornado tore through the US state of Illinois. The twister ripped roofs from buildings and brought down trees and power lines. Debris was scattered for several kilometres. The US has been hit by a series of wild weather events triggered by tropical storm Claudette. For the first time since COVID-19 shut down the live music industry, New York's iconic Madison Square Garden has reopened for business. The rock band Foo Fighters lit up the marquee playing to a full house. It was the first event at the entertainment venue in more than 460 days. All concert goers had to be fully vaccinated to attend. Iran's president-elect is welcoming negotiations aimed at reviving a nuclear agreement and has urged America to return to the deal. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. He's also called for all sanctions to be lifted. Uh, yes, but on top of all of that, Jody, he has said that he has no plans on meeting with US President Joe Biden. Iran's incoming President Ibrahim Rahisi today urged the United States to return to the nuclear deal agreed to under President Obama and to lift the sanctions that have since crippled his country. But in any negotiations, Rahisi has insisted the country's ballistic missile program is off the table. Now, that is a major problem for the US. Iran restarted started ban nuclear work after former President Donald Trump pulled out of the deal. And even though both sides want to rejoin the deal, something of a stalemate has formed, each now saying the other must make the first move. The president's view and our view is that um, the decision maker here is the supreme leader. Uh, that was the case before the election, is the case today, will be the case probably moving forward. Uh, the Iran nuclear negotiating teams just finished their six rounds of talks. Uh, they have not yet, yet announced the seventh round and uh, we're looking forward to seeing where that goes moving forward. Now, Rahisi today made his first public appearance since his landslide election victory. 62% of the vote in the first round, but turnout was well down under 50% following calls for a boycott in response to several moderate candidates being banned from running. Jody. OK, David Woodward in the US, thank you. A daredevil has pulled off a world record-breaking jump from the top of a hot air balloon. Damien Ryder launched from 2,000 metres up. Come running down like vertical i've kind of gone like five stories running vertically down and i don't know how i stayed off he risked falling through the balloon before making the jump and had to take off earlier than expected because it was getting too hot the stunt raised money for charity 
A quick check of sport now. The Maroons have made five changes ahead of Origin Game 2 in an effort to save the series. They'll gamble on two rookies, including 18-year-old Reese Walsh, who made his NRL debut just eight weeks ago. Andrew McCulloch, who is back in the side, is backing the young gun on the big stage. He's a talented, talented kid and you know, he's actually a good bloke off the field too, so tremendous opportunity for him. Bigger the occasion, I think, suits, suits Walshie. Both Walsh and McCulloch were released earlier in the year by the struggling Broncos. The Blues will hold their first training run today with Brad Fittler saying he plans to play junior Paulo at starting prop with Angus Crichton coming off the bench. Willie Rioli is officially back training at West Coast after serving his two-year ban for tampering with a drug sample. Teammates welcomed him back as he prepares his AFL return in August. He's had a tough run, albeit it was brought upon himself by himself. We've welcomed him back with open arms. Another star that's been biding his time, Jack Viney, is preparing for an imminent comeback. The Demons midfielder was sidelined with stress fractures in his toe in April. Viney could be back as early as this week when Melbourne take on Essendon. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low and cold front are generating gusty rain in southwestern WA, heavy in some areas. A trough is bringing rain to northwestern WA. Brisk onshore winds in the wake of a trough are directing showers over the New South Wales coast, central and northern ranges. Mostly clear elsewhere under a high. Around the capitals today, Brisbane mostly sunny, heading for a top of 22 degrees. Sydney, a possible shower, heading for 18. Canberra, early fog, then sunny, 14 the top. Melbourne, mostly sunny, 16. Hobart, mostly sunny and 13. Adelaide, rain developing, a top of just 17. Perth, mostly sunny, heading for 15 today. Darwin, sunny and 31 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday, the 22nd of June, 2021.